Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth. I am Andy Last. I am the host. And this is episode 119. Thanks for tuning in. So, there's going to be some changes to the show. Uh, this month is going to be a little weird only because, well, I'll get into it. There's a lot of nonsense going on, mostly due to my apartment being renovated. So basically over the summer, if people have been paying attention, uh, we had the summer series and I tried to have as a, a whole bunch of new guests over the summer. For the month of September, we're going to do a lot of keeping care, keeping care of business, <laughs> a lot of taking care of business shows. So we're going to listen to a lot of music. I'm still going to have uh, Keeping in the 80s with uh, Marco Merrick, but we're also just going to play a lot of tunes, basically because for the next few weeks, my life is going to be incredibly hectic. So to make a long story short, my landlord is doing some renovations to one of the rooms where we live because there was some structural problems. And we were gone for the summer, and the idea was that this work was going to be done when we got back. And, uh, surprise, <laughs> the contractors didn't get the job done in time. So, anyway, it's, it's fine, but what it means is we've lost a room, and essentially I don't have my office, which means I can't film any new episodes of The Real Beyond Synth at the moment, which was supposed to be the plan. But we'll look, we'll talk about this in a second. Let's listen to some music, and then we will uh, do some stuff. So here's a track from Elixir, and this is a track called Planes, featuring Alyssa LeCoque of Kodachrome.
And that was Planes by Elixir, featuring Alisa Lecoque of Kodachrome. And I think it's Lecoque. I'm saying Lecoque because it's L-E-C-O-Q-U-E. So that's, I, I believe, the polite way of saying it, because I don't want to say Lecoque, because uh, that would sound weird, unless it is Lecoque, and then, all right. Uh, but I think it's Lecoque. But what do I know? Anyway, so the renovations aren't finished, which means I can't put together the set for Beyond Synth. So I just want to say, first of all, thanks for all the really positive support for the real Beyond Synth. That was really surprising. Um, You know, most of the time when I post videos on YouTube, you know, they get like 70 watches and like that's (laughs) where they sit. And uh, yeah, the real Beyond Synth got like, I don't know, I think like 500 people watched it in like the first day. And I think it's up to 900 now, might even be even more. You know, a lot of people were sharing it and saying a lot of positive things. And so uh, I'm thankful that people enjoyed the show and we want to make more. The only thing that's a hurdle right now is the fact that my apartment is a complete disaster. So I don't even have a proper office to record beyond synth. So for the next few weeks, we're probably just going to be playing lots of music and they're going to be really weird shows because I have record them at like four in the morning while I'm very sleepy, but um, it should be okay, and then we'll probably get more back in track in October, and the plan is, if everything goes smoothly, we will do the real Beyond Synth, and when we do, that will take the place of a Beyond Synth that week, so if there's a real Beyond Synth on YouTube, there won't be a Beyond Synth that week. I think that will be a reasonable production schedule for me. And the plan was to do one Real Beyond Synth a month to start off. And, you know, look, I have fun making the show, and I think, you know, uh, people enjoyed it. So if, you know, we ever get that Patreon, the insane amount of money where I could actually, like, afford a production budget and a crew and stuff, then I would love to do that show more often than once a month. But right now, where it stands... It's going to be a monthly show. But there might be a few little specials, you know, here and there, depending on how much time I have. But that's that. So I just want to say again, thanks for everyone to watch it. If you haven't watched it, go to the Beyond Synth YouTube page and check out the real Beyond Synth episode one with Dana Jean Phoenix. And she does a little musical performance at the end. And uh, it's fun. But, you know, I've been talking to people about, uh, you know, being guests on the show. Uh, I don't want to, like, spoil anything. So, yes, I'm in Toronto. So there's a good chance that you're going to see a lot of uh, Canadian guests in the early episodes. But uh, I will try my best to take advantage of when, uh, you know, synthwave artists are in town for whatever reason. Or I will also work out ways to get some of my favorite artists on the show. But, you know, these things take time, man. They take time. Uh, Let's listen to another track. And then we'll talk some more. So this is a track by, I believe it's pronounced Sizzy Jeeks. Like S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y-X. And I think they said it was Sizzy Jeeks, like that. And yeah, and we're going to listen to a song. (laughs) If one thing is clear, I'm still a terrible host. Nothing's changed over the summer that way, but uh, now it's just going to be a lot clumsier. I literally have like 
this giant rolled up carpet like just sitting over my head because all the furniture from the room that's being renovated is now in this room and so it's just this giant cluttered room with boxes and furniture stacked sideways and stuff and all these like baby fences because I got a baby you know and she's like climbing everywhere anyway oh, we're gonna listen to music uh, this is Sissy Jeeks this track is called Ode to Andromeda
And that was Ode to Andromedae by Sizzy Jeeks. And that's a cool track. So I thought today, since I got nothing to talk about, I would do a a special Patreon thank you where I'm going to thank all my patrons. But instead of doing it at once, I'm just going to do it over the course of the show uh, as a new little thing. So uh, we'll play the Patreon jingle now, and then I'll do some of the patrons, and then we'll just listen to music, and of course we'll go uh, keep it 80s with Marco Merrick and uh, do all that stuff. So let's listen to some Patreon jingle. Of course, if you want to support Beyond Synth, and I'm really grateful if you do, uh, you can check out uh, patreon.com slash beyond synth. And Patreon is a way that people donate money to the show. It's a monthly donation thing. So it's like if you want to donate a dollar a month and it just comes automatically out of, you know, whatever, how it works. And <laughs> I don't know how the with uh, how the with blah, blah. Let's try that again. Uh, yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, so if you want to donate money to the show, you can do it on Patreon. And I'm very grateful to the people that do. So I'm going to thank all my patrons this week, but uh, we're just going to do a few at a time. You know, sometimes it gets pretty intense when I'm reading these long list of names. But, you know, I want to thank Power85. That's, of course, the station where we... Listen to Beyond Synth Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Power 85. And, of course, there's Brendan Kellum, still being cool, and rolling Thiel. Here's a new one, Animal. I got a new donor here. This is Animal. Thanks, Animal, for your support. You're a cool guy? Girl? This thumbnail's way too small. Hold on. Animal is... looks like a guy with shades. Yep. I could be wrong. You know, it's a, that's a guy with shades, right? <laughs> the thumbnail's too small. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not that you look like a lady. It's just that it's a very small thumbnail. Thanks, Animal, for your support. And, of course, Lunar Baboon. Lunar Baboon is a series of uh, web comics from the perspective of... Uh, what, did my voice just crack? <laughs> Uh, Lunar Baboon, he makes uh, uh, really funny cartoons from the perspective of, like, a dad, uh, you know, a married dad raising a kid, and uh, they're good. They're they're funny stuff, man, so you should check out Lunar Baboon. Although I don't think he needs my help. I think it's, like, an actual popular cartoon, so I need his help. <laughs> he should be supporting me, uh, which he is. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, there's Knox Bello. Thanks, Knox Bello. You're a cool guy. Uh, you know you are. And then there's Terrence Thompson. The Thompsons. Nathan Winter. Nathan Winter sends me emails sometimes with advice. And, you know, I do read them, and then I forget. You know, once I sit down in front of the microphone, I totally forget where I am. Then there's Russ Nice. Russ Knice. And Data Suck. Then, of course, there's Seach and uh, Kanaz and Argen1981 and Junk Mail Jeff. Maybe um, maybe I'll actually read a junk mail today. I mean, I got nothing else to do. Talk to Marco in a bit, but whatever. Uh, of course, there's Python Blue. Thanks, buddy. Um, Python Blue has been on the show before. You can go back into the back catalog and listen to me chat with Python Blue. He makes good tunes and also supports Beyond Synth, so he's a cool guy. There's Airman. 
and Adrian King and Greeley and Mikey X and there's Square Wave Clothing and Joshua Holland and Daniel Dexius and then there's Lavinia Obscura which I still think is a fake name all right <laughs> and then there's Zico was it Zico or Zyko? Oh, that's the one that's on behalf of Sam, right? Sam Rubio's husband. Is that correct? It's crazy. Like, the bigger this list gets, the more I just completely forget who everybody is. But I think that one's on behalf of Sam. Sam's cool. And uh, so's your husband, I guess, for uh, donating on her behalf, right? Is that correct? I don't know. Let's listen to a song. Uh, here's a track by Gregorio Franco. Now, I'm going to play Gregorio Franco today. And yes... If you've been listening to the show for the past few weeks, you know that I have been pronouncing his name Gregorio Franco because I thought it sounded cool like that. And then I talked to him and I was like, am I saying your name wrong? Because I completely forgot about the James Franco pronunciation of Franco. And he's like, he says it Franco, which means for the past few weeks, I've been calling him Gregorio Franco when in fact it's Gregorio Franco. Anyway, Gregorio Franco makes some cool music and, uh, you know, he was supporting the show and then i was like oh cool i'll check out his stuff and then it actually turned out to be really good so that's cool by me and we're gonna listen to a track called the killer two
And that was The Killer 2 by Gregorio Franco from the album The Dark Beyond. So go check that out. Anyway, uh, what else, man? I want to thank some more patrons. You know, we got Tristezia Infinita. That's a cool person. (laughs) I always hesitate because I'm like, is that a girl name or a guy name? Tristezia. Tristezia. Then there's Replicant 81. Katner. Ravonia. Martin C. Mitch Wiseman. Jeff Block. Bending Unit 22. Barry 007. Oh, that's right. Maybe I'm going to play a little... Uh, Barry007 like, wrote me an email like 10 years ago. It's just like, hey, you should play this song. So maybe I'll, I'll play the song he wanted me to play. But we'll get to that later, man. Barry007, you got to be patient. You know what I'm saying? Patience is virtue. And then there's Tomasz Bubinicek. And Common Sense. Then there's Kai. That, that, we're into my lovely $5 Pattersons now. There's Kai... And Joe and Lando. And of course, uh, I was a guest on Joe's Ozone Late Night Show a few weeks ago. I think he did a two-part episode with me because I think we talked for like four hours. So that's something you can always go check out. Type in, uh, uh, type in. Go into Google and search for the, the Ozone Late Night podcast and uh, find my name. I've been on the show a few times. We always have a good time chatting. I think we talked a lot about toys. And God, my voice is cracking. <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, yeah, and you can check that stuff out. And then there's uh, Roman. Roman's a cool guy. But you know who's a cool girl? Bobby B. Hey, Bobby B. How's it going? <laughs> Roberta. Roberta. <laughs> See, I like uh, saying people's names with that voice because it sounds cool. But when you say women's names with the cool guy voice, then it just sounds like you're some creepy, insane guy. Roberta. Yeah. But then if you go like, Donald Matrix. God, I wish my name was Donald Matrix. <laughs> be a sweet name. Let's listen to a song. I want to listen to music. So this is for you, Barry007, because he recommended, he's like, hey, you should play this song. And uh, so I will. So Barry007, this is for you. This is Video Void with the track Release.
And that was Release by Video Void, a special request by Barry007. You know, a lot of people support Beyond Synth, and I'm thankful for it. And some of those cool people, especially my $5 donors, are people like John Eternal. And then there's, you know, Dougie Fresh. And he's fresh. Know what I'm saying? There's Lame Robot. There's Mono Memory. There's Florence Bullock. Okay? Glitbiter. Go listen to Glitbiter. Type that in. Make sure you spell it correctly. There's uh, Matthew Lister. Of course, there's Simon Norberg. You know what I'm saying? There's Velingo. Velingo's a blog you can check out. Uh, he does interviews with people who make cool music. And he gets people on there to do interviews that would never do my show. So, if you want to hear from some cool cats who are too cool for Beyond Synth, but you still want to know what they have to say, go check out Velingo. It's cool. And then there's Nougat Ninja. Of course, the Rosconian. You know, the Rosconian's a cool guy. Don't know much about him. But uh, let me tell you, he's cool. (laughs) Night Raptor. All right, Night Raptor. Night Raptor makes music that you should listen to because it's good stuff and he supports Beyond Synth, which means he's cool. Just like Stu M. All right? If you're if you're sensing a pattern here, it's people who donate to Beyond Synth are cool people, just like Ross Pentland, all right? Just like Dana Jean Phoenix, who was the guest on The Real Beyond Synth, episode 1, so you should uh, go check that out. Speaking of which, I do Okay, so we're going to be making some changes. Kind of the reason... Kind of the reason. <laughs> Fuck me. Kind of the reason why... God, if you hear a little popping sound while the show is going, we bought this color-changing putty for my son today, and he's completely disinterested because, you know, putty, it's not the same consistency as, like, plasticine. So, you know, when you, like, use plasticine, you can do stuff with it, but putty, you can really just sit around and squish. But man, now I'm like addicted to it because it's like purple, but then when you squish it, it kind of turns blue. And I've just been sitting here squishing the putty, and so I can hear it clicking and popping in the microphone. (laughs) But I can't stop squishing it because it's just, uh, I enjoy sensory activities like a child. Anyways, um, we're going to be making some changes to the way that I do the Patreon. So from now on, and this is going to be like a, a hard and fast rule because, you know, every few weeks I sort of change the rules with the Patreon. Essentially now, I haven't made these changes to the actual Patreon page yet, so I'm just saying them now. All people who donate to the Beyond Synth Patreon will be in the end credits of The Real Beyond Synth. So that's the new thing. And if you watch The Real Beyond Synth, you'll see how that's laid out. So the... Fuck. <laughs> My voice keeps cracking. So you'll see, like, in the Real Beyond Synth episode, the people who donate higher amounts, their names are bigger in the credits. And that's the way it's going to sort of scroll by. And then people who do the Donation of the Beast get red credits, which is a little just fun Easter egg for those guys. So that's going to take place of me reading some of the names on the show. So from now on, like, if you're a first-time donation person, um, I'll read your name on the show, but I'm not going to read $1 donors, like, just anymore at all, just because the list ends up taking, like, 10 hours to read. And I may even change the way I do the 5 and $10 donors, just because... I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things. It's 50-50. Like, I will concede to what people want in terms of the patron shout outs because you know sometimes i get messages from people going like you know this segment is just you reading names like why do we listen to this and then i get a lot of people who are happy to hear their name read you know especially it's sort of like if you are a patron 
you like the Patreon segment. And if you're not a patron, you're like, why am I listening to these people's names? But I really do like thanking all the people who support the show because it means a lot to me that people are donating. So I'm still working out some ways to, you know, acknowledge the way people donate. Now, the second thing that's going to change is the Patreon thank you videos. And I'm still going to do them. But there's going to be a change to how they're done. And uh, maybe I'll tell you about that after we listen to a song. So let's listen to... Uh, what the hell is this? Okay, here's a track. I think this guy is pronounced Alpha Bootis. It's like Alpha B-O, and then the second O has like a weird symbol above it. Alpha Bootis? Or is it like Alpha Booty? Hmm. All right, buddy, you're going to have to let me know, because I'm reading it as Alpha Bootis, but it might be Alpha Booty as well. But uh, I think it's Bootis. Anyways, Alpha Bootis, this is a track called Wormhole Gas Bar from the album Episode 1, and uh, we're going to listen to that.
And that was Wormhole Gas Bar by Alpha Bootis from the album Episode 1. And there's some interesting tracks on that album. The other one I was going to play, but I didn't. Um, almost had this weird, like, Celtic synth sound. It's really hard to explain. Uh, but uh, you should ch- check it out anyways because it's uh, interesting. So, changes to the Patreon thank yous. So what's going to happen now is... Um, as you know, I've made about maybe 10 of them, I think, where if you donate $10 a month, uh, after a few months, I'll make like a personalized thank you video. God, my cracky voice is annoying me. And I've made a few of those, and they're always little fun things. I try and make them personal. And just to make the production of the real Beyond Synth easier, I am now going to do the patron shoutouts in the real Beyond Synth. So they won't be like standalone videos. They will be in the episode of the show. So for example, uh, once we do episode two of The Real Beyond Synth, I think I've got like three in there. And I'm going to treat them sort of like commercial breaks, you know, where I'll, I'll say, and now I'm going to thank, you know, one of my sponsors and then we'll do a little funny thing. And that's the way it's going to be. Now, I haven't made that change to the text on the Patreon page yet, but I'm going to. So it's still going to be the same thing. You're still going to get a personalized video for donating to the show. It's now just going to be part of the episode of The Real Beyond Synth. That way, you know, it makes it easier for me because then I can shoot them all, you know, the same day, like, on set. And, uh, but they'll still be the same style, uh, where I will, you know, creep your Facebook and try and come up with jokes about you. So anyways, that is the change to that. Yeah, that's what's going on. Let's, let's, uh, read a mail. Let's read some mail. Go, let's go to the mail sack. Alright, this is an email from... This is not an email, this is a message. Mail sack question from a depressed teen. Why can't Metroid crawl? That's a very, very good question. Why can't Metroid crawl? Now, this question's interesting for two reasons. Because, you know, Nintendo has this habit with its franchises where they will name the game one thing, but the protagonist is actually somebody else, right? So you've got that issue with The Legend of Zelda, where the hero is actually Link, and Zelda is the princess. And in the case of Metroid, the hero is Samus, female bounty hunter, and Metroids are these weird space jellyfish. So the reason why Metroid can't crawl is because Metroid is jellyfish. And jellyfish don't crawl, motherfucker! So fuck you, depressed teen, and your stupid question. Alright, moving on. (laughs) The only reason I'm doing that, by the way, is because I had an argument with somebody on Twitter who ended up unfollowing me uh, over a ridiculous issue, and I think I was reading their mail one day, or they wrote in a question, and I jokingly said, like, fuck you, when I was done reading the question. And then, when they were arguing with me, it was like, I think they took it serious. Like, they thought I was actually, like, insulting them, which was weird. I'm like, how can you listen to this show and not get my sense of humor at this point? (laughs) Like, it's... It's really bizarre to me. So, uh, listen, if I tell you to fuck you, it's a term of endearment, unless it's not... And what else do we have? Okay, we got a question here from Mason Kimball. Have I read this before? When did he send this to me? July? What month are we in now? Is it September? No. No, it's still August. Fuck. (laughs) Anyway, 
Uh, Mason says, hey, Andy, I'm a new fan of your show. Still trying to get caught up and think I may become a patron because I love it so damn much. Well, thanks, Mason. Uh, He says, since you make music yourself and have talked at length with many an artist, is there any single program or perhaps programs you can suggest to someone looking to dabble in synthwave slash music production? I'm on a brand new Windows PC, not a Mac, just FYI. I'm sure budding bedroom synthers bug you with this stuff all the time. Wow, what an alliteration there. I'm sure budding bedroom synthers bug you. Budding bedroom synthers bug you. Is that like a... Anyway, so sorry if this is bothersome. Oh, we got another B word in there. Just looking to learn and see what comes of it. Going with the flow. Your show has sparked me into action. You seemed like the best person to ask, having been exposed to so many artists. Thanks for the insight. Keep on a show making. Stay cool, hombre. All right, Mason Kimball. I don't care if you're using the word hombre. I think that's cultural appropriation. The name like Mason Kimball, there's no way you're Spanish? Zombre Spanish, right? Anyway. Um, okay, dude, well, listen. You're on a PC, so I would just recommend FL Studio, uh, Fruity Loops. Do they even call it Fruity Loops anymore? Like, is it just now officially FL Studio? Because it's called, it used to be called Fruity Loops. And the reason why I say Fruity Loops is I've used it, and I find it easy to get started. Uh, it's really easy to understand just how to lay down a beat and how it loops. It's easy to sort of throw samples in, like you kind of drag and drop them. And it's also cheap, and when I say cheap, I mean, I still think it's a few hundred bucks, but like once you own Fruity Loops, you sort of have it for life and you get updates all the time. So, for example, I think I used to use a pirated copy of Fruity Loops back in like, you know, 1998 till maybe 2000 and three or four or something. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking buy it. And since then, uh, you know, I think I bought version eight or seven. And I think they're on like 12 now. And every time they come up with a new version, you just get it. Like you can download it. You know, your uh, license still applies. I think lately they've added some new features where I think you got to pay a bit more for certain things. But the actual base program, you can just download new versions of it. So, I mean, I bought it like 10 years ago and I can still download the new versions of Fruity Loops right from the website. So that's cool. Like, I think I really appreciate that. I mean, of course, you know, there's they make money other ways, like on uh, plugins and things. So I think Fruity Loops is a good place to start. And I know a lot of people who make awesome music who use FL Studio. I would say I know a lot of uh, professional people who also use Ableton. Now, Ableton, I believe, is a little... There's a little bit more of a learning curve to Ableton, but I will say, I don't know, the producers I know who use Ableton, it seems to produce, like, a higher... uh, It's hard to say. Like, I know people who make really good stuff with Fruity Loops, but I think Ableton, it almost more naturally sounds more professional, but again, I'm just saying that's, like, my personal opinion and I could be completely wrong. The thing with Ableton is it is expensive. So it's a lot more money than Fruity Loops. I believe it to be a more professional program. Like that's more like pros use Ableton, whereas Fruity Loops is kind of like a beginner intermediate kind of thing. But again, when you know the tools, when you practice, when you use, you know, the program that you're used to, you can produce some really cool results. I mean, case in point, there's artists I know who are using like 10-year-old software still that's like obsolete. But if they understand it, I mean, Christ, when I talked to, like, Robots with Ray Guns, he was using some, like, fucking Sony program from, like, 2006 or something, you know what I mean? Like, and, like, his music still sounds good, so, you know, use what you know. So, yeah, that's what I would say. And that's all I'm going to say, because we're going to listen to a track now. So, let's listen to some music. This is a track by Botnet. 
Yeah, Botnit from the album To The Max. So this is old school Botnit. Or wait, there's To The Max, the newer one? Uh, fucking Botnit. All right, we're going to listen to some Botnit. <laughs> and this track is called It's Supercharged. <laughs>
And that was It's Supercharged by Botnet. And that's a fun song. Hey, do you want to go talk to Marco Merrick? Let's go keep it 80s. Marco, And I am here with Marco Merrick, and we're keeping it 80s. How's it going, buddy? Oh, pretty good, thanks, Andy. And yourself? I'm okay. I'm a little tired, but uh, I'm I'm doing all right. I uh, I just watched your uh, your awesome. Oh, I'm not even kind of remember what it's called, but the first uh, Beyond Synth show, I think you called it or something. Uh, the actual video show. It's called uh, it's called the Real Beyond Synth. Just like the real Ghostbusters. That's what I was going to say. And uh, I'm very impressed. Dana Jean Phoenix as a guest. She even had a live performance at the end, which was awesome. Um, Yeah, uh, very good stuff, Andy. It's great. Well, thanks, dude. Yeah. Well, whenever you come to the uh, come to North America, you got to come on. That'd be great. Maybe I could play some. Bongo drums for you or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can do that. I will be. Um, I think for the first few episodes of the show, I'm I'm going to be experimenting with different format ideas. Yeah. And I'm just going to see what people like and don't like. So I think I am going to try and stick to having uh, a live performance at the end, even if there isn't necessarily a guest. Like I'm still working out certain details. Like, cause mm-hmm. I'd like to do some fun shows where like Mike and I, you know, do like top ten lists and talk about you know things we like and movies and shows and stuff. But I still want the shows to end with um, with a performance. So it might be even more like a talk show and that maybe like I get some local guests to come on and just literally just be there for the performance. And then the rest of the show has like you know other people in it and stuff. Well, you could have like a live audience or something at your house, or maybe just do a fake like a lot of shows do. You know, have the fake uh, cheering and stuff. Yeah, I, I can't. Um, I, I hate canned laughter, man. There's so many comedy shows. Yeah, especially British shows and some of them that I love. But when they have the fucking canned laughter, it just. I wish there was a way to get Monty Python without the laugh track. It's just distracting. And the weird thing is, some of those shows. I believe did have a live audience. Some did, yeah. Like Black Adder and things like that. But I, either British audiences were like just so polite that they literally just stop and start on cue, where the laughter never feels genuine. It's just like this like loud wall of laughter and clapping, and then it just stops. Well, don't they don't they have a sign like they put up the sign and like for people to laugh and shit? I mean, it, it, it's it's really weird. It's just so artificial. Yeah, I mean they. Do, to be fair, they do that in North American, like in like in American sitcoms oh. too. I don't know why is it North American because yeah. it's mostly American, and <laughs> some of them sound natural and some of them don't. You know, like when I'm watching Cheers or Seinfeld, I feel like the laughs are a little bit more genuine, although you know a little maybe louder and more enthusiastic than they would normally be. Like the the crowd is excitable, but then if you watch something like Big Bang Theory, there's no fucking way the audience is laughing at some of that stuff like some of it is it's so unfunny I would be exhausted like if I went to a taping of a show that was 20 minutes long and to be fair they're there for the whole taping so they're probably there for like four or five hours I couldn't be laughing towards the end even if it was that funny like I've watched stand-up comedy shows that I thought were hilarious but by the end of the hour I'm kind of like 
kind of laughed out. Laughed out. You know, yeah. I'm like, you know, this is good, but so I'm done. And so when you watch Big Bang Theory and like they laugh every second line, whereas, you know, it's just, well, we're going to the Comic-Con now. And then it's a little like, ha ha ha, like a little quiet laugh. And then are you going to go as Frodo again? And everyone starts like laughing hysterically. And like, um, last time I went as the Flash and then everyone laughs louder. Like that was like a great punchline to the Frodo thing. And you're just watching going like, None of these are jokes. <laughs> Not a single thing they just said was a joke. Big Bang Theory is insane to me. It just... It's insane to me, too. It's so not funny. I mean, I've tried and I've tried to watch it, and it is just not funny on any level. I don't... I mean, look, I'm sorry to the people that enjoy it, and a lot of people do for some reason, but yeah, I, I don't, just don't know what get it. Is. I don't know what it is, man, because they're not... It's not jokes. Like I'm, I just watch it, and it's just no. for me the confusion. The confusion really is why is the audience laughing? Like, and I get it. Fine, they they turned on a sign or they fucking filled the air with like laughing gas or whatever. But there's points where the audience is laughing at stuff, and I'm like, that's not even a fucking joke. He just answered the other guy's question. Like, it, it, and then the audience is laughing like it's it's. I'm, I so. I'm angry on like several levels. A, because it's not funny, but also because I'm like, what are what's happening here? And it's weird because I I remember back in the day, you know, you watching sitcoms. Like I watched Cheers, and there's sometimes where like jokes kind of don't land. Yeah, they get like a little murmuring or whatever. But the logic of the Big Bang Theory thing is like every joke. It's like everyone's standing up to applaud after every fucking sentence. The the way that they're laughing so hysterically. And it just, it drives me fucking nuts. Like, it really does. And I'm, it's mostly confusion. It's an angry confusion that I'm just looking at the TV like, what? What? Like, I, it's not even that it's not funny. I'm just like, what? Ah, man, it's like I'm in a different reality or something. Uh, it's really strange. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. And, and I hate that canned laughter shit. Like, I, once I became really aware of it as I got older, I think as a late teen, I never really, I saw something about it, you know, like a... They were taking the piss out of it in a in a show or something. I was like, yeah, that is so weird. Like, how did mm. I not really think about it before? But, uh, yeah, fuck it. And the thing that frustrates me is there's some shows I like that have that canned laughter. Like I said, like Monty Python. Like, there's some, mm. there's some Monty Pythons that I love, and to me, they're ruined a bit by the laughter. Like, you know, they'll be doing those, like, weird Terry Gilliam animations. Yeah. And then the audience will be, like, laughing. I'm like, okay, like, it's cute, but it's not, like, laugh out loud funny like it's just a you know weird paper cut out naked lady like I mean why are you guys laughing at this it's like they're children like I I don't get it how <laughs> <laughs> do we say go from that <laughs> you want to play me a song yeah, yeah, let's play a song. Let's uh, let's change this up here. Let's play a song. Uh, <laughs> all right, Celebrate so LA Dreams has got a new track out that I really like. Uh, and it's called a Dystopian Fixation. Oh, sweet. Well, we haven't... Uh, I don't know where that sentence... You haven't played that yet, Andy? No, I have not played that yet. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't know where you were going. Yeah, let's listen to some fucking Celerect LA Dreams. And this is a Dystopian Fixation.
And that was a dystopian fixation by Celerect L.A. Dreams. Marco's first pick of the week. And uh, what a week it is. I've had a great weekend. Good. I've had a really good uh, good week. What have you done? Oh, I've got this new training program. Like, I'm, I'm a member at the gym and I'm sort of on and off, you know, like just, just regular weight training. But mm. I've been doing this. Uh, I joined up at uh, this place called Warrior's Edge. And I'm doing, uh, it's almost like boot camp. It's like a sergeant guy. It's not like full on like boot camp, like people yelling at you or anything like that. But it's got like this whole one hour workout and it's really intense. really works on your cardio and your core. Stuff like uh, hammer strikes on a tire, uh, all sorts of shit. But it's all incorporated together into like a team-based thing and and it's really good. So then is there also a thing though, like when you guys are done, do you like lay on a bunch of bunks and then like get beat by like a sack full of fucking uh, soap and stuff or does that happen <laughs> no no we shower together afterwards though but uh, you don't want to drop the soap no, no, yeah. I, mean, I haven't yet thankfully no no we don't do that at all you do that yeah. hammer into the fucking tire thing like Ben Affleck as Batman yeah like that and you know the tire um, no not the tire the uh, rope uh, what do you call it when you I can't even remember what they're called now the rope ah oh, fuck maybe just cut that out <laughs> oh no no no! no, 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 no I know you that thing. Um, I know I know what you're talking about because I've I've done that oh, before. Where you like you um, it's that thing where you stand on a chair and you put a rope around your neck and then you start jacking off. Oh my god! No. <laughs> Is that what you're talking Christ. about? I'm gonna fucking Google it. Uh, no, it's just where you've got a rope that's tied to something and you just sort of flick it up and down, basically. Yes, yeah, exactly what I just said. No, it isn't that. Nothing to do with your cock. Get your, get you, your yes, you, you, you tie a rope around your neck and you flick it up and down. Battle ropes, that's it. You use the battle ropes and you flick them up. The battle ropes is the word I was looking for. Okay, okay, we're back on track here. Um, so, no, I've just been doing that. So, that's been a little bit, uh, it's just been keeping me upbeat. Uh, cardio works always the hardest, but uh, I'm starting to get a bit fitter already, so um, it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. I wish I could do that, honestly. Uh, whenever I commit to doing any working out for at the most five days in a row and then I take a break of like three years whenever I do I feel so like I feel good and I go fuck I wish I could always do this and then I I don't that's true you look you feel shit at the time you feel like you're dying at the time usually because I always go to failure so you, you, you you're fucked you literally fucked but then afterwards, like an hour later, you're like, oh, I feel great. Oh, what else can I do? You know, like, you're like you, I mean, I actually do more when I come home after that than when I'm not working, like, because I will immediately be, like, motivated. If you can fucking work out, like, I just can't bring myself to do it. But whenever I do, whenever I do any physical activity of any kind where I feel like I really exerted myself, I feel really good. You get energy that... Like the kind of energy you don't get from like drinking coffee or whatever. Like it's like this natural just boost. And then when you get home, it's just like you just take those battle ropes and you just wrap them around your neck and then just start jerking off. <laughs> and it, it, there's nothing better than that. I mean, that's pretty much what you're saying, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, it isn't, Andy. It isn't. Jesus Christ. I was trying to be serious all right. here. But uh, all right, in sorry. all honesty, you know, you, you're a very sharp dresser, but uh, I've always wondered, you know, what, what actually, what kind of a body is under those beautiful suits that you wear? No, I, that's why I wear suits. I look much better in a suit than I do. Uh, my body looks sort of like, um, you ever seen the movie Mac and Me? Yes, I have. You know what Mac and Me's parents look like? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of what I look like without my clothes. I also have the same face. When I don't have makeup on, I have these weird, big, bulging cheeks. Ironically enough, that's also what I look like 
when I uh, autoerotic asphyxiate because I get these big sort of like <laughs> you keep going on about that it's not a worry, man <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ oh god uh. just be worried if the next time you uh, try and Skype me I don't answer yeah, the, <laughs> yeah that's a tasteful joke because the joke is I'd be dead because <laughs> that's the joke here <laughs> I'm not answering my Skype because I've hung myself while jacking off oh. but look what I've noticed and I don't know if you've noticed this is um, it feels real great to like put a belt around your neck and then check off? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh jeez, this is a really weird episode this week. Maybe we should play another song, Andy. Uh, I think I'm just really boring. I don't really get into anything like that, Andy. But uh, but just remember, don't try this at home, kids. And in, and and if you do, make sure you have somebody supervising at all times. Okay? I don't. I don't get why. Like. Is it even an issue of boredom? I have no idea what drives people to do it. Why would you want to do that? I know. Like, I don't get it. So what, you you start choking yourself out and everything starts fading away. So how are you even feeling anything? I, I don't even get it, get it, how that's even, like, a thing. Like, I don't like anything where the risk is like, well, it's either real cool thing or I'm dead. <laughs> you know, like, that's a weird... <laughs> It's a weird trade-off, you know, like, just think about that in any other situation or anything. It's just like, well, I'm either going to eat the most delicious hamburger I've ever had or I'm going to be dead. Like, those are like the two choices. And I'd be like, maybe I'm not going out for lunch. You know, like if that if those were the two things that would happen. Hey, now here's a question for you, Andy. This is a little bit weird. But what about mm. if you, you choke out and you're literally like dying, but then mm. you're about to um, have an orgasm? Would you? Could you actually have an orgasm while you're dead? So what if you like you flatline? But then you still, would it still? <laughs> like you know so I mean? let's say you flatline. <laughs> That's what that movie yeah. was about. Flatliners. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. But it wasn't about jerking off, though, Andy. Well, yeah, but it should have been. So. <laughs> The flatliners too. Yeah. <laughs> Asphyxiation. <laughs> uh, the old asphyxi wank. Well, how about this? Let's uh, listen to another song. Yeah. yeah, let's do it, please. And let's try to talk about something a bit more positive and maybe 80s when we come back. We'll Just, try. Uh, okay. Well, well, uh, there is an awesome album that came out from my good friend James. He brought out uh, his new album, The Space Tapes, his best work yet. And I'm talking about Syntax. And uh, it is available at rossocorsarecords.bandcamp.com. Comes highly recommended. 19 awesome tracks. Uh, we have two codes to give away for it, Andy. Should we ask Ooh. some sort of question for the people in the chat? Um, how, how about we do it after the song? Because I want to hear some new syntax right away. Okay, good stuff. Yes, let's. Uh, my favorite song off it is the second one called Quantic. So can you give that a spin for us, please, Andy? Oh, we're going to listen to that right now. This is Syntax with the track Quantic.
And that was Quantic by Syntax off his new album. It's his uh, Marco's second pick of the week. And Marco says he's got some codes. He's got two codes. Two. Two. To give so away. If, uh, make sure you're paying attention to the chat right now because uh, we're going to ask a question. I don't okay. know what the question is yet, though. Let's see. So we're going to ask a question, and then the people in the chat room are going to have to answer it, and you will send them a code. So um, what is a question? Have we talked about anything that's, like, question-worthy? Uh, you want to talk? <laughs> oh, no, let's not go back to the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is, like, questions about belts. <laughs> What's the best kind of belt to use for... Uh... <laughs> Why don't we just say, what's the name of the damn album, hey? What's the name of the album that we're giving away, guys? All right, what is the name? Did you actually say what it was called? I don't think I did. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think so. Okay, well, they'll have to go research then. So, okay, if you're in the chat room right now and... What? Nothing, sorry. Did you just say it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Cut it out. Just cut that bit out of (laughs) it. I'm not cutting anything out. Oh, why do you do this to me? I've gone through this show explaining to people that the next few weeks are going to be really hectic and weird. So these episodes of Beyond Synth, if I don't have a guest, then I'm going to make sure these episodes are just as bizarre and silly as possible to make them entertaining. Right, if that's the case, then let's see if you're really going to cut shit out. I love you, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> love you too. Cat. What's she up to? Oh, shut up, all you misty. Not now. All right, here's the question. What is Marco's cat's name? I just said it, didn't I? I know, I know, but uh, you, you said it in a way where it wasn't the focus of the conversation. It was sort of quiet in the background, and they're not going to be able to rewind, so they're going to have to pay attention. So, tell me what Marco's cat's name is, and you can win Syntax's new album. Got two to give away. Two. That's exciting. So, man, let's uh, let's actually talk about something from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was going through because I'm coming up with some segments for the the real Beyond Synth, and some of them are going to be. I'm going to possibly have episodes that are themed around different years. So you know, if I pick like 1980, and then you know, talk about my favorite films of 1980 and favorite music and uh, you know, movies and TV and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's always a fun thing to do. You know, you go to IMDb. You know, you type in just movies by year. So like you go to like your birth year and then see how many movies, you know, that came out that year are actually like in your list or the movies that you actually watch on a regular basis. And it's interesting because there's some years in there that are fucking packed. Wow, like nineteen eighty four, like this year is fucking crazy. Eighty four is probably the best year, yeah. That's how much good shit came out in eighty four. That's why Miami Knight's putting on eighty four and he's you know, clearly he knew what he was talking about. Okay, eighty four, man. Terminator. Ghostbusters, Karate Kid, Nightmare on Elm Street, Footloose, 16 Candles, Neverending Story, Indiana Jones, well, that's Temple of Doom that year, Children of the Corn, Gremlins, The Last Starfighter, Conan the Destroyer, wait, Destroyer, that's the sequel, right? Yeah, that's the Barbarian's a better one. <laughs> you know what, I love in Destroyer, that fucking cheap-ass monkey suit that they put the fucking villain in at the end when they reveal, and then it's like this weird dude in like a baboon costume, and it's fucking horrible. Like, it's really, <laughs> really bad. Spinal Tap. Starman. Starman. Come on, please, Starman. That's Beverly Hills Cop. You know I've never seen Starman. I know what it is, but I've never actually oh, watched it. Oh, fuck's sakes, Andy. What the hell, man? See, that pisses me off. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get upset. That's really annoying. 
Fucking watch it, dude. Dude, I've got so much to watch. I got on Blu-ray. I'd lend it to you. If you live close to me, I'd bring it up when I come to visit, all right? The thing is, man, I like that there's so many movies from the 80s I haven't seen. Sometimes people will message me and ask me questions as if I'm some sort of like 80s expert and I'm not at all it's just that I like I just like movies and things of that time and I like music that brings me back to that time but there's so many 80s movies I haven't seen and it's awesome because as much as I complain about new movies and that I'm you know I watch a lot of new movies and I'm not that interested in them it's great to have so many 80s movies to actually watch for the first time and be like surprised by and they're they just have that look to them that is just genuine, you know, from that time, and it feels awesome. So I don't like admitting some of the ones I haven't seen. No, fair enough. I wouldn't. If I was you, I wouldn't admit that again. But uh, now I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not like fucking Vincenzo Salvia who like hasn't seen Terminator. I mean, like I've seen. Hey, seriously, he hasn't seen Terminator. No, like he's not kidding. He's oh, never seen it. God. Well, it's Vera. It's Vera's like uh, hasn't just doesn't watch movies. Like he hasn't seen anything. Like, he literally just does not watch movies. Like, uh, I think he said he's seen, like, two movies since, like, the year 2000 or something. Like, what? <laughs> Hold on. Watch this. I'm going to type in movies from 1985, and I'll tell you what I haven't seen. Okay. I have not seen Lady Hawk. You're not missing that much there. Weird Science, I've not actually watched from start to finish. Okay. Like, I've seen scenes from it, but, you know. I remember people always talking about Cocoon. I think I've seen scenes from Cocoon. Yeah, it didn't stand up. I watched it again recently. It didn't stand up as well as I remember, but anyway. Right, I don't know if I should admit this. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll let people know, because maybe people will be very mad at me. I have never seen Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, Jesus Christ. Maybe we should change the subject, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> What's Mask? Well, that's the one with the kid with the fucking giant head. Yeah, you've seen that, right? I've seen scenes from it. I've not actually watched it start to finish. Color Purple, I've never seen. I watched it as a kid. Yeah. Real Genius, I don't think I've ever watched. What the fuck's Real Genius? That's the one with Val Kilmer, isn't it? I don't, I've never watched Red Sonja. Yeah, I don't miss it much at all there. What about Willow? Tell me you've seen Willow, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willow? Gaia! Willow? <laughs> Gaia! Gaia! Willow? That's all I... That's that's all you need to know about Willow. Gaia! Gaia! Willow! Willow! Gaia! Oh, Willow, that's the last scene with the special effects with that... Oh, God, that's so bad. What about Fright Night? Have you seen that? That's a good one. Um, I've only seen scenes from Fright Night. I've never Why actually watched it start to finish. Scenes? What is with the scenes thing? What do you just like... Click it on. Oh, I'll just check out the best scene, and then that's it. I'll. Um, it's hard to say. It's like you know, if if they were ever like on TV, or uh, I had like a VHS from somebody and like caught it, or someone else was watching it, and I like walked in. That's why I say that. I'm saying that because I know what it is. Like I know what Fright Night is, but I've never like sat and pressed play on Fright Night and watched it from start to finish, kind of thing. Is there is there any movie from a, a year that you haven't seen that you're like? Not really, not really. I have watched a few recently that I haven't seen before. I watched Repo Man for the very first time, and it was really good. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I know what you mean. It's nice to have some movies that you haven't seen from the eighties because it really takes you back. And it's and then I think Outland as well. I watched recently, even though I did see it when I was very young. I, re- I don't remember it at all. Is Outland so, the uh, one where, like, it, the movie starts out and some guy's head explodes? No, are you thinking of Scanners? No. Oh, no, actually, he does, his head does explode, that's right, but he's in a in a suit. Yeah, in a space suit, right. yeah, and it, like, inflates yeah. like a balloon. Yeah, because he 
pulls out the tube, he flips out and pulls out the tube at the back, so it kind of the pressure yeah. blows his head up. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It's got Sean Connery in it. It was actually quite good for a sci-fi. Yeah. Do you want to play me another song? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> you didn't like the way that was going? Uh, no. I just- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, yes. Uh, Hello, Meteor, who is always uh, amazing, always brings out the best stuff. Are you a fan of Hello, Meteor, Andy? <laughs> I like the way you say it. You like the way I say Andy, don't you? I know that. Uh, anyway, he's brought out another, I don't know if you call it an album or an EP, six tracks, but uh, it's called Pantropic. He always delivers a good, he always has like a kind of a bit of a melancholy feel to his music, uh, but this is exceptional stuff. I wanted to play... A track called Paradise Depth off uh, the album, Andy. All right, well, let's listen to some Hello Meteor. That's the way I say that. <laughs> With a cool track called Paradise Depth. And that was Paradise Depth by Hello Meteor off the album Pantropic, Marco's third pick of the week. And uh, we're having a fun time today. Mm, Talked about all sorts of uh, topics. (laughs) 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 
I was gonna Jared, I told Jared I was gonna crack a joke. He wanted me to crack a joke, so don't add this in, alright? I'm gonna please. Why, is it racist? No, the joke is fine, just don't add the bit leading up to it that I just said. What do you like to have for breakfast, Andy? Do you want me to just answer this seriously? Yeah, answer me seriously and then I'll yeah. Cereal. Just yeah, okay, that's pretty boring, but so you're not into a... The Miss Max Cruiser Pie and a nice coffee for breakfast, by any chance? Miss Max Cruiser <laughs> Pie. <laughs> it's a it's a staple here for the uh, tradesmen in uh, in Australia. We we love that sort of shit. <laughs> Miss Max Cruiser Pie. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a cornerstone to any nutritious breakfast. What the fuck is a Miss Max Cruiser Pie? <laughs> oh, the Australian people listening will know, but uh, other than that, no. Is that like slang for a vagina? No, it's an actual meat pie, but it's one that you can eat while you're driving. It's like a long pie. It's designed to <laughs> eat, so it doesn't... It, don't worry. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at the fucking long pie. There's something that's funny to me about that. It's a long pie. Mm-hmm. Miss Max... Is, is that like a brand name, like Aunt Jemima? Yeah, they're the best. They make the best pies. There's not much meat in it, but it's tasty. That's my favourite thing for breakfast. Was this Is this just an Australian reference for Jared? Yeah, it is, basically. Well, no, no, but it's it's true. It's it's such a thing that Australians, <laughs> a lot of tradesmen like to eat. We were joking about it because he's an electrician as well by trade. And uh, we were joking about it, saying, man, I miss eating those because he's in New Zealand now. And he said, I miss eating those mismatched pies and, and I go I should say that to him on the show and he's like yeah yeah do it do it because I asked him is there anything you want me to say or uh, any topic you want us to cover so that was well, his thing the only reason why I'm not going to edit that out is because Jared <laughs> is a proud sponsor of Beyond Sins Jared is of course uh, Retro Revolutions and people should check out his YouTube channel and ordinarily I would uh, edit out such rubbish but I will not because if it makes my sponsors happy it makes me happy are you going to edit any of that out Jared's a great guy by the way and that's that's true but you're going to edit some of that out right edit what out oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> God, an asshole. Um, anyway, yes. Uh, yeah, Jared is a great guy and he really is talented. I was looking at some of his videos the other day. It's awesome that he got such a cool sponsor, but uh, he's really good at what it does. It's, it's incredible. He can literally do anything with consoles. Yeah, it's neat. I mean, you know me, I've... I have famously cracked an iPod in half and cracked the screen of my very expensive iMac, so... Yeah, I remember that shit. Fuck, that was bad. That was awful. That's my legacy when it comes to uh, opening up electronics, so seeing people like really like break it down to the tiny pieces and knowing what to solder to what and where the wires go, it's like, nope, nope, I don't get it. And I hear he's building you a beautiful rig yourself, so I uh, can't wait to see some videos of, on it. That would be cool. We'll keep that under wraps until... Uh, oh, until uh, we're... Are you going to edit that at least then? <laughs> Fuck me. I think I should start editing the show, Andy. Who thinks I should start editing the show? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> These next few weeks are literally... Every episode is going to be me, like, half asleep. Yeah, that's okay. Inane babbling until I can get my studio back up. Because I literally... I don't have my office right now, so I don't even know how the hell I'm going to record anything and how I'm going to do this. I mean, I know it's a weird thing to say as I'm recording, but if people could see the situation right now, it's uh, it's uh, bonkers, man. But anyways, we should probably wrap this uh, segment up this week. So well, I'm going to give me- a little bit of a plug, too, while, while, while we're here, then I might as well give a little bit. Well, there's a couple of things. Uh, firstly, uh, 
Firstly, I think by the time this airs, I should have my Outrun mixtape should be up on my SoundCloud. Ooh. I spent a bit of time on it. It's only three and a half hours long, people. Okay, so that's uh, just a short mixtape this time. So go check it out on my SoundCloud, which is uh, Synthetic Sundays. And I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Jazzy Maskat. Uh, I think you're awesome and uh, and very pretty. Yeah, are you guys like <laughs> dating or something? No, oh, well, thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. She's we- pretty cool. Do you think I should ask her out? Yeah, yeah, man. You got to move beyond the stage of uh, sending uh, Facebook messages with like little like heart emojis and stuff. You're right. I got to move beyond the synth. I don't like that we don't use the word emoticon anymore. Why? I don't like that it's emoji now because I think emoticon sounds cooler. Emoji sounds terrible. It does. It sounds like something out of fucking Pokemon or something. Like we used to call them emoticons. Like, that's what it was. When you sent a little emotion icon, it was an emoticon. And now they're emojis. And it's like, emojis? It sounds shitty. Sucks. Fucking sucks. (laughs) That's first world problems, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking emojis. You want to get rid of me yet? Yeah, but listen, (laughs) we'll do something special. Maybe next week, um, just because while my schedule's all fucked up. So I might just, uh, we might just do a whole keeping it 80s next week. Yay! A full episode of me. How cool is that? Yeah, and then we'll, Uh, then we'll fucking, um, fucking, we'll do it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll do it up. Oh, you know what? Oh, that, that fucking comment. Uh, if you, <laughs> I still can't get over that. I don't know why I find it so funny, but uh, they're going, oh, yes, there's been two of us since the Inception. And you go, have you seen Inception? <laughs> you know, but, you know, well, it's just basically, it's just basically uh, people fighting in a hallway while the, the hallway rotates. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay, because I haven't seen it. And then you're like, but the main thing is we're all having a good time here. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm oh, a, I'm a real, I'm a good interviewer, man. If, no, if this that was segment hilarious. is hilarious, that had been stitches, but it's funny because I thought the same thing. I thought immediately as soon as I saw Inception, I mean, I don't know if I'm a child or whatever, but immediately I was like, first thing, have you seen? That was exactly what I would have asked. I do a lot of word association in my brain, so sometimes it's not so much conversation as it is like I'm some robot that just fucking chimes whenever it like hears something it recognizes. And and it's it's funny to do, unless you're talking to somebody who doesn't like to have fun. Yeah, well... Those are the kind of people that go home and rope themselves and jack off, you know what I mean? I wonder if you can jack off in quicksand. That probably doesn't work. It's sick, while you, and you know you're gonna die, so you could like. Maybe that's a rush too. Maybe though you'd go down quicker because of all the friction you'd be causing underneath. Like it would actually like you'd sink faster. <laughs> Probably because I say you're supposed to relax when you're in quicksand, right? You relax and then you don't sink. Uh, according to the movies. Yeah, because I feel like if you're sitting there fucking whacking it underneath, like you're gonna be causing so much more friction that this like whirlpool effect will like wrap around you and just suck you down like even faster. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm thinking I'm going to go, Andy. Uh, should we should go ask a scientist. Yeah, we should get a scientist on the show. <laughs> of course. Then how would you even? Because I imagine with quicksand, there's a lot of pressure on you coming from all sides. So I don't know, like, how mobile your hands would really be to actually like manipulate anything. <laughs> It'd be the most childish questions. Do you have? A, do you have another song? Oh, you want another one? Uh, yes, actually. I to, to, end, to end the song. You can say goodbye and then play a song. Yeah, yeah, why not? I actually, uh, I just listened to this the other day. Uh, a producer from Melbourne called, uh, I don't know if you know him, Synthicide has brought out uh, an awesome track 
call. It's got a bit of a disco feel to it. It's called Feel It Burn 87. It hasn't had a lot of plays, and I think it should get a lot more. Feel It Burn 87. Yes. All right, man. Well, let's fucking... We'll listen to it. So Marco gets a fourth pick of the week because we're just having so much fun here today. (laughs) This is probably (laughs) a week's segment ever, really. uh, Uh, I'll take full responsibility, and I apologize if your mother listens to this. But yeah, man, uh, so let's fucking listen right now. And Marco, it's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been nice talking to you. uh, And, uh, yeah, Jesus. As usual, Andy. Did you, for, did you forget uh, my name? <laughs> no, I was just trying to think of what something cool to say, but I think I'm just going to go back to the keeping it real, keeping it easy. All right, man. All right, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, until next week, keep it real and keep it eighties. Oh, we're going to keep it eighties, all right, Marco. And now we're <laughs> going to listen <laughs> to, <laughs> to something Sorry. from 2017. <laughs> all right, we're going to listen to Synthesize with the track "Feel It Burn." 87.
And that was Keeping It 80s with Marco Merrick. And Marco is a cool guy. I enjoy spending time with him. And uh, listen, we got some more patrons to thank. All right, I'm still on my $5 patrons. You know, there's Tristan Waits. Want to thank that guy. Rawl Pud. Grant Bouvier. The Barons of Santa Carla. Seattle Synth. Starlight Fisher. Timothy Pierce. Corey Valentine. Of course, Corey Valentine was on last episode, which was a fun one. I was really curious to see how people would handle that episode, actually, because Corey Valentine, of course, they are characters, essentially, and that episode was sort of like an improv show. But uh, I thought it was fun. I mean, I went into it thinking like, ooh, I don't know if people are going to dig this, but a lot of people really enjoyed it. They all said that it made them feel like they were high or that it was like really bizarre, but uh, that's fine. It's all about entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, there's Orlando Rodriguez. Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Orlando Rodriguez. Neef. Marco Cranendunk. Martin Larby. And I got to say this, man. I don't know why I say your name that way. But for some reason, when I see Martin Larby, just that the two names both have the R sound in them, it makes me want to do like Martin Larby. I'm not sure why. There's Till Wild. And of course, Till Wild, I think the song that uh, Dana Jean Phoenix performed on the Real Beyond Synth episode one was the song that was uh, produced by Till Wild. And it's a good track. It's called Synth City. I think it was my favorite one on the album. So go check out Till Wild's music. And then there's Facehugger. The X is silent. And there's Brad Neiman, which I still haven't got confirmation if it's Neiman or Nyman. But uh, let me know, man. Uh, I'm going to say Neiman until I am corrected. It is spelt N-I-E-M-A-N. But I think that's Neiman. You be the judge. And then there's Zychorax. Zychorax is cool. And Lee McConnell. Is that new? Lee McConnell. Well, Lee McConnell, thanks for supporting Beyond Synth. I think that's new. So thank you. You're a cool guy. Lee McConnell, I don't know if you guys know this, but Lee McConnell is a cool guy. I'm assuming it's a man, Lee, because Lee is also a girl's name, too. But I'm assuming Lee is a dude. And if Lee is not a dude, please correct me, because I don't want to make mistakes like I did with the old Gregorio Franco business. Gregorio Franco. And then there's Ethan Hennings. And Ethan Hennings is also a cool guy. All right? This is all stuff that you should know. So how about this? Let's, uh, we'll listen to another song. And then we'll uh, do the donation of the beast. Know what I mean? So here's a cool track from Code Electro from the album Triads. And this track is called The Monk.
was The Monk by Code Electro from the album Triads. That song is cool. And now it's time to, you know, we're thanking patrons all episode. And I would personally like to thank the Donation of the Beasters. All right. And if you want to know what that means, that's people who donate 666. And now it's time for the Donation of the Beast. Alright, I want to thank Hellroy, Lucas Ceballos, Blake Peterson, Carm, Unholy Rat King, Straylight, Lonnie Taylor, and of course, Max Hutchings keeping evil at bay. And now, uh, let's go thank my $10 Pattersons. There's Jake Last, who I gotta post a picture of because I sent him a Beyond Synth shirt and a mug. And, uh, you can see him wearing that, man, sporting that thing. There's Trevor Resnick. There's Colin Bennett, who, of course, is FM84, who put out a great single uh, with Ollie Ride. A few weeks ago, we debuted it, and uh, you should go check it out, FM84. There's uh, Fraser Davidson. Fraser Davidson's a cool guy. A cool guy, all right. Then there's Victor Garza. There's Ezra Van Dam. Winfield! I'll tell you that, Winfield sure loves John Stossel. I'll tell you that. John Stossel and the ukulele. And then, what else? There's Will Lowe. Will Lowe has luscious long hair. And uh, he likes to uh, write uh, strange poems. That's pretty much all I know about Will Lowe. (laughs) It's all you need to know, man. So ladies, you find that dude on the street, you see the dude with like this Fabio hair, and you're like, hey, read me a poem. And Will Lowe will be like, it's time to fuck. Because that's the kind of poems he writes. Then there's Polydigital. Polydigital's a cool guy. He's also my cousin. People sometimes, they wonder that, because they wonder if Jake Last is related to me, and uh, he's not. But Polydigital is. Which makes sense because you know my Facebook's is uh, my Facebook's is uh, Andy Synth, so we all got uh, we all got that going on, man. There's Joshua Everson, straight from England, and of course Slunks, fucking Slunks. I cannot yell fucking Slunks this week because it is 1:30 in the morning, and my family is sleeping, and I don't have an office that is soundproof, and it would be very disrespectful to wake the baby just for fucking Slunks. So Slunks, you fuck yourself, and I will just uh, I'll just say it in a very calm voice. Slunks, fuck yourself. Now that just sounds like <laughs> not quite the same ring as fucking Slunks. Because fucking Slunks is, like, celebratory, and I think I just, by saying fuck yourself, it's sort of like I'm attacking you. But, of course, Slunks is a cool guy, all right? I like Slunks. I just like saying it. So, when I say fuck yourself, what I'm really trying to say is, thank you for supporting Beyond Synth very generously. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fucking Slunks. There's Greg Smith. Euless. He makes music under the name Euless. U-L-A-S. And, uh... He made a track I dug. You should go check him out. Greg Smith. 
It's good stuff. Ashley Keegan. There's Tim Walmsley, of course. Uh, you know, there's Mike Shima. And of course, Shabugan. If you know what I mean. And Playmaker Media. Go check out Playmaker Media, man. They got lots of stuff going on. Playmaker Media. I still haven't got confirmation on how to say Murat Ogut. Ogut. Murat. Murat Ogut. All right, buddy, you got to tell me how to say your name, man. Murat, we're going on like four weeks here. You still haven't corrected me. Maybe you don't even listen to the show, but the bottom line is you support the show, and that's all that matters, Murat. And then there's Elias Garnier. That's new. Garnier Fructus. That's a shampoo. Garnier. I think they also make skin products, right? Don't they? Or is, is Garnier just shampoo and hair products, or do they also do moisturizers and things? Let me know, Elias Garnier. Thank you very much for your support, man. Thank you, Elias Garnier. Elias Garnier is a very generous person, and I welcome their support. Elias Garnier. Let's listen to another track, and then we'll wrap this fucking show up. This is a track by Color Theory. Uh, Color Theory, this dude's been making music for a long time. In fact, he made a track. I remember back in the day downloading music off Kazaa. You know, the days of LimeWire and Kazaa and Napster and shit. And I was downloading Depeche Mode songs. And somehow this dude made a track that people thought was Depeche Mode. And I don't know if it was like him being sneaky or what. I mean, when I listened to it... People had it in the Depeche Mode folder as if it was some weird B-side we had never heard. I don't remember what it was called. I knew there was something... Like, I knew it wasn't Depeche Mode. But at the same time, he does have a voice similar to the way Martin Gore sings. You know how, like, on Depeche Mode, there's the tracks that David uh, Gahan sings on. And then there's the tracks that Martin Gore sings on. Like, I mean, obviously, he does backup vocals on those ones as well. But he also does those, like, every album seems to have, like, one Martin Gore song that's just him solo singing. And usually, I really dig those songs, actually. Those are usually, like, some of my favorites on the album. So he wrote a song that was in that style kind of sounded like Martin Gore's solo album kind of stuff. Very minimal synth and very clear vocals, you know, like with very clearly enunciated words. Anyway, that's who Color Theory is. <laughs> so this is a track. This is actually a more uh, synth wavy kind of uh, track than he usually does, but I dug it. It's called Glory Days by Color Theory. Story 
And that was Color Theory with the track Glory Days. And that's a cool one. And we're going to wrap up the show with, uh, I think I'm going to uh, just finish off these patrons here. We've saved the best for last because these are the people who donate the wacky amounts, if you know what I mean. There's Chris Alaya Lane with the 1111. Don't be sad, Chris Alaya Lane. Be happy. And uh, thank you very much for supporting the show. Uh, I was flipping through my Instagram and I got the impression that Chris Alaya was sad. So I'm saying don't be sad. I know this show is probably not going to help. <laughs> It's like a very depressing and lame episode of Beyond Synth, but, um, you know, fucking, I don't know. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what to say to sad people. I'm, <laughs> I'm bad at consoling people. Or maybe I'm good at it. I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, trying to entertain a child. You know, when someone's, like, being sad and I start being goofy to, like, make them laugh. And I'm like, I don't know if this works on adults. Maybe it does. I don't know. Anyways, be happy, Chris Elia Lane. Things are all right. And then there's Jacob Wick with the 2288. And um, I got to post a picture of him, too, because I sent him a mug. Uh, there's still no official Beyond Synth merchandise. And I'm working on that right now. What I've done just is people who have supported the show and who have donated over a certain amount over the course of months, I thought I would send them a gift. Kind of like public television. You know, remember with public television, like, you know, if you donate $50, we'll send you a PBS scarf, you know, or whatever. So that's the way I'm treating the merchandise right now. So if you donate to Beyond Synth and, you know, after a few months or if you donate a a high amount of money, uh, I'll send you a gift uh, until I figure out a way of opening a merch store. But I really don't have time to do it. But we'll, we'll talk about that later. Of course, there's Chris Dance. Now, Chris Dance is a cool guy. He has a helmet. He likes to wear, and uh, I appreciate his support because obviously he's uh, he's one of the cool guys who donates twenty five bucks a month, which is very very helpful and awesome. And joining him, of course, is Gregorio Franco, uh, who's also supporting the show at that level, which is uh, wicked. And he's also a talented dude, so that uh, that's great. And of course, we got Oceanside eighty five, who's uh, donated generously as well. And I'm very thankful to Oceanside eighty five. And uh, I think she'll sponsor an upcoming show, so we'll listen to some tracks, some Oceanside tracks, because of course she makes music that you should check out. Oceanside eighty five, and of course, the king of the Pattersons this week is Jared from Retro Revolution. He sponsored the summer series. He's still sort of sponsoring the show into fall uh, with an awesome donation of uh, $99.95, man. So he's uh, he's the king of the sponsors for Beyond Synth. And uh, you got to check out his YouTube page because he makes some interesting and cool stuff. He's uh, a very talented electrician and he can uh, dismantle and reconfigure old video game consoles and he puts up videos where he shows you how he does it where he you know connects the wires to and how he gets them to work and uh, it's really neat stuff and you should definitely check it out uh, Retro Revolution on YouTube and also Retro Faith Games on Twitter dude's named Jared he's a cool guy an Australian living in New Zealand anyways That's all I got, man. That's the show for this week. 
Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm going to say right now, just so you're prepared, the next few weeks of the show are going to be kind of like this. I think I might do Keeping It 80s episode next week with Marco, so we'll just have him for the whole show, and we'll get back on track probably more towards the end of September or October. Um, I've got some fun guests lined up, so it should be good. It's just that while my life is in complete disarray, it's really difficult for me to make the show. I don't have a studio to go to, so uh, literally I'm recording the show like in my kitchen because that's where my computer is right now because the whole house is just full of fucking shit to climb over and crawl under it literally takes me like five minutes to like hook usb things into my computer because i have to like go behind a fucking cupboard and go underneath a fucking bridge of carpet and like all these boxes and like all these crates and things and so it's uh you know it's not the most convenient thing right now but the bottom line is i will still produce the show for you lovely people because you complete me so let's listen to a track. We'll end the show on a track this week. What should we listen to, man? How about Neon Soul? Or is it Neon Soul? N-E-O-N-S-O-L. I think it's Neon Soul. So I'm going to say Neon Soul. Again, uh, Neon Soul, if you want to contact me and tell me I'm saying it wrong, please let me know. Because it could be Neon Soul. Anyway, it's one of the two. Uh, but go check it out. This is from the album Another Day. Uh, this track is called Lights Out Mark and uh, it's a neat track and I'll talk to you guys next week on Beyond Synth the best synthwave chat show there is and now here's Neon Soul with I I don't even say it consistently the same way (laughs) this track is called Lights Out Mark 2